We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app Three thirty-five. jeff katz news radio wrba tuesday afternoon I want to remind you a little bit later this week uh Old friend of mine, Michelle Malkin, is going to be uh, joining us. Been far too long since uh, she has been here, so I'm really looking forward to uh, catching up with her. There was an event in D.C. on uh, May the 17th, and here's the headline for this event. Abortion access is a Jewish value, plain and simple. The Jewish rally for abortion justice. And I just shook my head. I, I just read this over and over and over. And I, I'm not here to tell you that uh, I know everything about my own personal faith, but I do know a thing or two. And I know, sure as I'm sitting here, Abortion is not a Jewish value. I wanted to reach out to uh, one of the uh, most learned men that, uh, that I'm familiar with, somebody who has been on the program before, I'm very happy to say, is with the uh, Coalition for Jewish Values, Rabbi Yaakov Menken, and uh, ask him to weigh in on this very issue. And I'm, I'm just very, very happy that he's doing that. Rebbe, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It's, uh, it is good to hear your voice. Uh, I'm just going to ask you to, to address this really, really directly. Quote, abortion access is a Jewish value, plain and simple. Uh, end quote, Rabbi. Do you find abortion as a Jewish value anywhere? Okay, they're wrong. Okay. <laughs> great chatting with you again, Rebby. I'll appreciate it. We'll Direct and simple. Soon. Have a great day. That's We're it. done. <laughs> Tell it, me why they're wrong. Well, it, it begins with its craziness. Of course, there is tremendous value for life found throughout Judaism. I mean, this is where that value of life comes from. Uh, you know, go back in, in history and look at Greco-Roman society, where not only was feticide accepted, but so was infanticide. Mm-hmm. And throwing people to the lions was regarded as a form of entertainment. The fact that Western society abandoned all those things came from them trying to adopt biblical ethics instead. 
And the Bible's pretty clear on Jewish, uh, the Jewish view is that life comes directly from God. Right, right. Does this not go back to uh, uh, Jeremiah and, and God saying that he, he knew us in the womb? Yes, specifically, he was consecrated to be a prophet in, in, in the womb already. And, of course, Rebecca being told, well, you have twins, and that's why they're, you're experiencing these pains, carrying these two twins with very different natures, and it explains what's going to be with their future. So, which, by the way, it all corresponds to what we now know scientifically to be the case, mm-hmm. that a child in the womb may not be breathing, but is listening to the voices of his parents. He's even learning familiar music and will be calmed by that music after birth because of listening while in utero. So this is just nuts. You know, this is the, this is the woke left replacing authentic religious values with the values of leftism and claiming just the idea that they declared, you know, this is a Jewish value, plain and simple. When is the last time that these organizations stood up for Sabbath observance, keeping kosher, learning Jewish texts? Oh, no. Abortion is the Jewish value because it comes out of woke leftism. Yeah. And that is what we're seeing uh, within Judaism, is it not? We're, We're seeing so many who have adopted this this left-wing secular humanistic ideology uh, in replace of our actual faith our our christian friends are having similar problems Mm. (laughs) i think there's a lot of christians that i hear from who say oh yeah it's going on with us too just the idea that woke leftism is the new value uh, that they all celebrate. And it's amazing how they talk about, you know, how they want to be more tolerant and more multicultural. Meanwhile, they're more intolerant than ever, because if you disagree with them, you're automatically a bigot and phobic and misogynist, and you want to force this upon women, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, it, it's just, again, it's a matter of replacing authentic values. What I, what I do think is perhaps unique is you have organizations like the Anti-Defamation League and Hillel International co-sponsoring this rally. What if the Anti-Defamation League is supposed to be about anti-Semitism? Last time I checked, that's becoming a more major problem by the day. It's not a good time for them to be going off mission. What does this have to do with abortion? Nothing. Their mission is totally different. Hillel is supposed to be supporting students on campus. Students on campus who are being faced with anti-Semitism, who need more religious support, not less. Why are they going off mission? The answer is that for them, the woke progressive agenda is even taking, it's not only their, it's their new religion, and thus it's their new priority even over their organizational mission. So an organization like the uh, Coalition for Jewish Values continues, obviously, to stand for actual Jewish values, talks about the, uh, uh, the importance of each of these. What, what sort of reaction do you get and what sort of coverage do you receive relative to, say, the ADL or Hillel? Well, we're still much smaller for all the obvious reasons, uh, and, and we, we invite uh, public support because the more noise we make, the more we grow. Um, but, you know, we're, we're seeing that clearly uh, an outlet like uh, Fox, One American News, Newsmax, and yourself, much more interested in covering us than the CNNs and MSNBCs of the world, for all the obvious reasons. They only want to hear the woke narrative. Yeah. 
what do you think the hope is for for our community, Rabbi? Well, the Jewish community has great hope because if you look a couple generations down the road, it's only the Orthodox, it's only the ones who cling to traditional Jewish values who are having kids and educating them in the value of being Jewish and what it means to be part of the Jewish people. So if you look at who the Jews will be in America in 2050, it's, it's getting to be a better picture. But the sad thing is, in the meantime, the amount of damage that this left can do. They're not really interested in Judaism. They're interested in woke leftism. But by claiming that it's a religious value, they're actually trying to convince Americans that it's a church-state violation to be pro-life. Yeah, I wanted you to to, uh, to sort of weigh in on that as well, because that, of all the the craziness, I, I mean, it, it, it's Mr. Goss over on their webpage, but that was... That was perhaps the the most insane of the insane, that somehow it's a violation of, of church and state and the rest of it for somebody to say, no, no, I actually am in favor of uh, innocent life and protecting innocent life. It's also a violation, by the same token, it's a violation of church and state to say you can't sacrifice babies to the devil. We actually have a religious value that's against that. Right. But go look at, you know, but now let's just rewind, go back to the Founding Fathers. The Founding Fathers were all profoundly religious men. Tell them that, by the way, you can't use your religious moral values in deciding a moral question as far as what is good for society. They would look at you as absolutely insane. The idea that this is rooted anywhere in the Constitution, anywhere in what the Founding Fathers had in mind, is complete insanity. Obviously, first of all, religion is where we get morality from. That's right. right. This is the source. We, We get any moral value we have comes back eventually to religion. You know, Kant and Nietzsche just didn't really quite work out. You know, like secular morality is how you end up with Stalinism and Mao and Hitler. So, you know, like it's just right. not, not a great history for trying to do morality without God. Morality you know, comes from a superior authority, and that yes. superior authority for a lot of us comes from religious values. Yep. And you're allowed to say that public policy should follow what we all agree is best. I'd say, Rabbi, uh, the the problem that uh, I see on a regular basis involves lazy reporters, and all that somebody has to do is say, "Oh well, I'm from the what was their group, the National Coalition of Jewish Women," and that's it. It's all that's fine. This is obviously what uh, what the Jewish view of things is, and there's no there's just no follow up. It is it is lazy, lazy reporting. I, I'm. This one was a dud. There wasn't a whole lot of national reporting. I don't know if you the, the you saw it because the Washington bubble saw it. Washington yeah. Post covered it, for example. I didn't see anything in the New York Times. I actually got a call from someone in Reuters, but from Reuters, but I don't think that turned into an article. She she went to the rally herself. I think she went to the rally believing in the rally. She mm-hmm. told me there were three thousand people there. I don't know if you've seen the pictures. I took some pictures. I put it on Twitter. Yeah. This was a pretty sad crowd. 
wasn't the sad, no. best as the highest estimate was the forward. Now the forward is a very left wing Jewish outlet. Yeah. My line about the forward is that if Chairman Mao were still be around, the forward would be criticizing him for being too right wing. <laughs> uh, and they said fifteen hundred. The Washington Post and the Jerusalem Post, the Jewish outlets, did cover it. So the Jerusalem Post and the Times of Israel covered it more than the New York Times or the L.A. Times. It's really kind of interesting. But meanwhile, the, they were all saying about 1,000. Okay. And even that looked to me generous. generous. They had barricades set up for a much bigger crowd than they ended up with. So... You know, I, I think there's a, a lot of signs here that this is actually a failed project. You try to replace Jewish values with woke values, people will stop turning up. Because why do I have to be Jewish to do this? I just have to be woke. That's a great point. That's a great point. Rabbi, I appreciate you being here. That's Rabbi Yaakov Menken from the uh, Coalition for Jewish Values. I would urge you to check out the website. No, you don't have to be Jewish. Coalitionforjewishvalues.org. Coalitionforjewishvalues.org. Uh, some wonderful, wonderful writing there, some great insight, uh, brilliant minds that uh, form that organization, and uh, anybody and everybody can avail themselves of the information, and I'm telling you, uh, it's vital information. 345, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.